Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm your host, Tavia Redburn, and I have a treat for you in this episode. So today's episode is actually an exclusive training I did inside the International Association of Professional Birth Photographers, all about how to get more photography clients and stay booked. So this training was previously only available to members of IAPBP. However, I got special permission to share some of that one hour training here with you today. So in this episode, you're going to learn my top three marketing tips for someone who is brand new to birth photography, as well as my recommendations for more established birth photographers to ramp up bookings. If you know you're supposed to be a birth photographer, but you get tripped up with all the what ifs that come along with photographing such a big day, I want to let you know that our certification for birth photographers is currently open for enrollment. So inside the certification, you're going to learn how to set up your business to become the go-to professional birth photographer to master your birth photography camera skills, how to fearlessly conquer any lighting situation. And you know, in birth, there can be a lot of different lighting situations. Confidently know when to arrive at the birth each and every time so you don't show up too late, but also aren't there for, you know, 25 hours. (laughs) Learn how to craft stunning birth images that are Pinterest worthy and how to post process those images to give your clients the best result. We're offering bonuses well over $2,000 as well, including our birth photography model call process so that you can book up to five birth photography clients in 30 days. To get access to all of this and more, that is honestly too much to list out in this podcast, go to certifiedbirthphotographer.com. Become a certified birth photographer in as little as 60 days at www.certifiedbirthphotographer.com. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Can you share maybe like your top three marketing tips for someone who's brand new, like brand new to birth photography, maybe shot one birth? Yeah, totally. So I think it's important. I think that a lot of people focus on um, social media, you know, like, like they that's just what a lot of newer photographers think is like where they need to put their time and attention is in social media. And what I always say about social media is, you know, it's a free platform that we get to take advantage of and use, which is great, but we don't own social media. So whenever it comes down to it, it's like Mark Zuckerberg could decide to shut down Facebook tomorrow and there's nothing that any of us could do about it. And so I think it's important to focus on, it is important to focus on social media, but also what platforms do you own? Like what is yours and investing your time and energy into something that you actually own. And so my first tip would be to look at your website. And I know that like there's photographers kind of have a love-hate relationship with websites because it feels like a beast. It feels like a lot of work. It feels like 
you know, you never quite get it the way that you want it and all of that stuff. But if you can really take your time and attention and focus on creating a website that really speaks to your ideal client, that shows you that you are a specialist in birth photography. And that is a huge piece of what we talk about is like the benefits of specializing and highlighting yourself as a specialist. I mean, being a birth photographer is really similar to being a wedding photographer in that you have this big once in a lifetime moment that you're photographing. And then you have all these other sessions around it that you can also photograph. So you can go on this journey with this family. Whenever I talk about specializing, I don't ever want anyone to think that I'm saying you only have to photograph birth. You can, if you want to, for sure. But we photograph all the sessions that go around birth as well. So maternity, newborn, baby plans, families, that kind of a thing. But when I talk about being a specialist, I want people to know you as a birth photographer. So you're marketing yourself as a birth photographer and then later have the opportunity to upsell those birth clients on other types of sessions. And so I would say website, focusing on creating a website that speaks to your ideal client and, and positions you as a birth photographer, someone who specializes in birth. Um, so that's kind of two, but two in one. Um, <laughs> the second one would be getting out there in the community because I think that a lot of us, like, I don't know what it is about social media. It just seems like new photographers just like want to spend all their time on social media. And I think that getting out and meeting people in your community, meeting the midwives and the doulas and the associations. And I know right now with COVID that that's difficult, but there's still stuff going on in communities like Facebook groups where those people are hanging out or even like I've seen, um, uh, what do they call it? Like live events, like expos, but virtually. So if you can get involved in something like that or host something like that, like just getting out there in your community and networking with people who serve the same person that you do pregnant women. Yeah. And I would say the third thing, if you're a newer photographer who's photographed one birth, going back to that one client and just saying like, Hey, I'm really trying to get off the ground with birth photography here. Do you know anybody who might be interested in hiring? I have availability and get really specific, you know, in these months, do you know anybody? Can you help me out with that one person? Because you have a really great relationship with that person. That person really trusts you. And so can you get that person to help you find your next few clients? Yeah, that's a great idea. Like And I love the way that you said that, because as someone who's an established birth photographer, I do a lot. I'm very intentional about protecting my brand. And so I don't do a lot of model calls or like, hey, I'm doing this for free or I'm looking for this. And so it's a good reminder that in the beginning, like you, you want to stay humble and you want to ask for help. Like that's how we grow in life in general. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. So I love that you just said that. Can I, so three, your three website, um, Web specializing. Sorry. As I was talking, I was like, well, actually maybe specializing too. So like splash. Okay. getting out in the community and then going back to that one birth client. Absolutely. Um, And I do just want to do a quick plug here. We did a post a couple weeks back of how many different ways can you market just one birth? Um, So if you are new and you've only done one birth, we have a whole list of ideas of ways you can get um, your name out and market yourself just using that one, like all did a variety of ways. So anyway, that's awesome. That okay. So I have a couple of questions that I picked up from what you just shared. Okay. If you don't mind get me getting a little more specific, totally. um, what are some, 
keywords or elements or items that we could add to our websites that make us stand out as specialists. The first thing I'm thinking of is your membership badge. Like as an IAPBP member, get that on like in your footer, put it on your about page, show people that you are taking this seriously. You're specializing. You are a part of the International Association. What are some other things? That Absolutely. I think that the, the photos, 100%, the photos that you have and that you share need to be birthed to show that you specialize. And whenever you're writing your website, like your homepage, or whenever you're writing your about page or anything, you're speaking to a birth client. So like getting in their head and thinking like, okay, what is a mom who's looking for birth photography thinking and looking for? And then you're just like positioning everything on your website to speaking to that mom. So like having verbiage that is for a mom looking for birth photography and also images on your website and having your um, homepage say your location, birth photographer, and not necessarily like right on the front, but like the, the t- like at the tab at the top, you know, a lot of times people's websites will just say like home and that right. you know, there's a huge missed opportunity there because when it just says home, then Google doesn't know like what the main point of your website is. So when you want to be found as a birth photographer, your little tab, which is your home in your um, like description in your website needs to say like Oklahoma birth photographer, Oklahoma city birth photographer to be known as that, like to yeah. special, uh, that you're a specialist. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, and then another question. Okay. So you advise this to get out in the community and talk to other people who serve the same people we do. And I've been told that many times and I, I, I can list like maybe three and then I run out of ideas. Like maybe some spas serve a mom looking for a custom luxury photography experience, some baby boutiques. And can you add some more? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like so many, um, <laughs> I mean, for, for birth photography specifically, you're looking at midwives doulas, prenatal chiropractors, prenatal massage therapists, birth class instructors, um, any like maternity boutiques, children boutiques, of course, placenta encapsulators, lactation consultants, postpartum doulas, not necessarily just even birth doulas. Um, there's like fertility doulas or doulas that help you like while you're trying to conceive just really thinking about who your target market is and like what they're doing. Like what about prenatal yoga? Like what's important to them and what are their stops along the way from finding out they're pregnant to actually having the baby? Like what are they into like fitness type things like fit for mom um, and places like that? Yeah, that's, that's a lot. I don't know why that didn't occur to me. I definitely have um, in my local area struggle a little bit with um, very specifically midwives. Like they are not one to give unsolicited advice. And so it's rare for a midwife to say, have you thought about a birth photographer? Da, 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 da. Um, so I just don't even think of that as an option, but that conversation is going to come up. And when it does, you want your name to be the one that they're going to mention. Well, so, and if you're also. talking to a midwife, you know, and they're not read it like, cause I, we actually just released a podcast episode today, speaking of plugs, where I'm oh. talking with my friend who's a doula um, and just talking about like what um, they're looking for when it comes to birth photographers, like, what makes you recommend a birth photographer versus not recommend a birth photographer? And, you know, just, I'm like, why are you recommending birth photography to your clients? And she said, because she personally understands the value of birth photography. And she knows that by recommending a birth photographer, she's actually serving her clients really well. And so I think that if you can get in there with those kind of people and not only not pitch yourself, but just help them understand 
how birth photography can actually serve their clients and how mentioning it to them can serve their clients. And that is what they're more likely to pass on versus just like, Hey, next time you hear somebody looking for a birth photographer, I'm a birth photographer. It's like, no, help them understand why they shouldn't be mentioning this to their clients. Right. Like how help them understand what they might be missing so that they can stop and like, like, cause we, it, you really miss out. Like how many times have you heard? I wish I knew about that. Oh, you know, yeah. so that's such a good, such a good point. Okay. Thank you. So much good information. I'm taking notes personally. <laughs> so uh, my next question, <laughs> my next question, um, if an established birth, if, if an established photographer, um, okay, me, let me talk about me. I took a sabbatical for a while and now I'm ramping everything back up and I have a plan. And I know what I'm going to do, but I thought this was a good question for us to answer um, or for you to answer on our Q and I. So if an established photographer wants to ramp up their birth photography bookings, they already have somewhat of an audience. What are the first few steps you would tell them to take? So this is a great question and it's a huge piece of what we talk about on the training that we're doing tomorrow and yeah. Wednesday. Let's talk and about that really quick. So sorry. Can you talk about that super fast? Let's plug your webinar you're doing tomorrow. I'm really excited about it. And then come back to this. It's question. all what we're talking about right now. It's okay. just okay. in a more systematic way. So like looking back at my photography journey, the ones of my students, what are the things that I have done to create the business that I've created? And so that's literally what the training is all about. The three pillars of what I call the booked out photographer method. And one of them is marketing. So it's a huge piece of, of that method. And so when I look at marketing, what we're, and I'll just, I mean, I'm happy to like, just talk about it now. Um, we'll lay it out in a more like systematic way tomorrow, but basically you're looking at seven things. Marketing experts say you have to be seen seven times for somebody to hire you, especially when you're a higher end luxury type service like photography. And so what are those seven touch points that we can have so that you appear to be everywhere? And that's one thing that my clients always said to me was, wow, Tavia, it just seems like you're everywhere. Like if I introduce myself, it's like, oh, it seems like you're everywhere. And I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I want is to appear to be everywhere because that starts to build the no like and trust factor. When people know you and start to like you, then they trust you. And so by being everywhere, everywhere seven times and I'm not actually everywhere. I'm just strategically where I know that they're going to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so what that looks like is number one, your website and SEO, like we already kind of touched on social media, um, vendor networking, like we've already touched on as well. Client referrals, email marketing, content marketing, and Facebook ads. And so for someone who's more established, like if you were like a coaching client of mine, I would sit down and really like look at those pieces with you. Or if you were a student, this is something that we do on coaching calls all the time. We'll do hot seats with students where they're just like, hey, this just doesn't seem to be working. And then we'll just chat it out. And so I would say, okay, let's first look at your website and look at your SEO and start analyzing that. Let's look at your social media. Are you getting organic engagement from your audience? Like, do they like what you're posting? Are you being consistent? Let's look at your content marketing. What are you putting out on your blog or whatever medium you choose to put content out? How are you showing up there to serve your audience for free? Because that's the best way to sell is to give value for free. Like we're doing right now. How can you do something like that for your audience to give them value for free. So let's look at your content. Then let's look at your email marketing because that's something that 
74% of the photographers that I polled are not doing is using email marketing. So there's a huge opportunity there for you to show up in your ideal client's inbox and, and give value in the same way that you're doing with your content. Vendor networking, how are you building these partnerships? How are you building these relationships? What have you been working on lately? Like those would be questions I would ask you as well as client referrals. Like what are you doing to intentionally give your clients like a Chick-fil-A experience where they just leave and they're just like, yes, like I love, I mean, everyone loves, like if you're, if you have a Chick-fil-A near you, you know what I mean by that. Like when you go to Chick-fil-A, you just know like they know what's best for you. Like I read a meme one time that was like, when Chick-fil-A hands me the bag, I don't even look inside. I just drive away and know that whatever's in there, Chick-fil-A knows what's best for me. <laughs> like I don't even have to check my order. And so it. like, how can you give your clients that kind of like Chick-fil-A customer experience and also intentionally ask them for referrals, kind of like we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. And then once all of those pieces are in place, using Facebook ads to accelerate the growth on all of that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, which is literally what the entire course is like, that's like high level version, but in the course we dig down into like how to actually do those things, but that's what I would do with my students. And that's what I would do with anybody who asked that question. Yeah. That's so you in your course, which is not in your free um, training tomorrow, but in your course, you dig deeper and you walk through like how to start Facebook ads. Totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Step into everything you just talked about is just like, deep dive into how to do each of those pieces well and how to actually put it into a system that's new that we've just added for this round of the course, like how to put it into a system so that you stay consistent and actually like stay on top of it. Yeah. Systems is what it's all about. Like saving the brain space and being disciplined. And that's when you're going to see it come back to you. So, oh, so exciting. Um, I'm such a nerd. I say that all the time, but I just like, Ooh, I know it's so me too. it is exciting. <laughs> Well, because what's exciting about it is like, it doesn't have to be this like unicorn of like, oh, wow, somebody just happened to get a booking. How did that happen? It's like, no, there actually is like a systematic approach that you don't have to be like special. And that's what I say to my clients all the time. There's nothing special about me. I just figured out something that works, put it into a system and did it over and over. Like, and, and it's not that that I don't want to oversimplify like doing that. It does take effort and work, but it's not mysterious. You know what I mean? It's not this right. like, how do I do it? You, it, this is how you do it. And you just have to yeah. do it. I love it. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> just do the work. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. Well, so back to that question I originally asked, I think you kind of answered it, but if we can sort of reword it and be a little more specific for an established photographer who wants to ramp up their bookings, what are the first three steps you would tell them to take? I think that might be over overly simplified because it really, for an established photographer, it really boils down to looking at those seven pieces and, and determining like where you're lacking. So like maybe rewinding this video, if you're watching the replay and list listing out those seven steps and going like, okay, where am I struggling here? Like, what do I have dialed in and what do I need to maximize? Because I think a lot of people shift to paid ads. They're like, okay, well, I'll just use paid ads. But the problem with that is if what you have already is not really working, if your website is not converting your visitors into inquiries, if your social media is not getting organic engagement, like 
putting money into that with ads is not going to solve the problem because you're just accelerating what's already there. So yeah. if what's already there is broken, then you're just wasting your money. So that's why I put ads at the bottom of the list because ads is what needs to happen after all the other pieces are dialed in. So my advice to the established birth photographer would be to go back and really analyze those pieces and say like, how can I do this better? Like how can I get client referrals? How can I do better at, at vendor networking and get myself more known in the community? And once those are dialed in using Facebook and Instagram ads to just accelerate that growth. Does yeah. that help? Yeah. No, I think that's huge. Um, and honestly, we did have a pretty detailed question come through from Karen um, on in our group. And I feel like you're just going to sort of be repeating everything you just said. Like, this is what I would do. Um, well, do you want to talk about something specific? Like, can we use you as an example? Do you think that that would be okay? I'm putting you on the spot. I would love that. You know what? I will tell you right now, I don't really use email marketing for my clients. So let's talk about that. Okay. So you're looking at those seven. And when I said email marketing... You're like, I am not doing that. I can look at all of them and go, well, that's not consistent. That's fine. Da, da, da. But straight up, there's like 99% improvement that can be made with email marketing. I do have a list. I do Which have a huge set. Like that's so do you email them regularly? I email them probably four times a year about um, things coming up. And then when I have a launch, which is just for mini sessions, I do it twice a year. I will email them like three times that week. No. Okay, which I think is super common and even probably advanced. Like, let's be honest, most people watching this probably don't have an email list, which is fine. Like, it's just not something that we think of as photographers that we need to do. But what's cool about it is like, people know you and they like you. Like when they sign up for your list, they want to hear from you. So they're so much more likely to open that email than one from like Old Navy or, you know what I mean? And so right. it's just like, it's a way to stand out, which is something photographers always want to talk about. How do I stand out when there's so many photographers? Like, how do I make myself look different? Email marketing <laughs> because nobody is doing it. And so whenever you're yeah. able to like pop up in their email bo inbox, that's how you stand out. Okay. So the problem is only emailing when you have something for sale, because that is what most people do that do have an email list. They only email when they have something for sale. But if you're showing up in a way that they know that if they open it, there's going to be something of value in there for them, whether or not they want to purchase, like even emailing when you don't have something for sale, just like, Hey, there's this event going on locally that I thought you should know about, or here's like a funny story with a new blog post that just came out or just some kind of value add that makes your ideal client go like, I really want to open this email because I know every time Liz sends me an email, it's of value. That's how you build that relationship with email marketing. And also so that they know when they can expect to hear from you. It's not just like, oh, there's Liz. She's got something for sale. It's like every Monday morning, I'm used to hearing Liz. Or every you know, third Monday of the month, I'm used to hearing from Liz. That's how you build that trust and consistency. There you have it. I hope you found some value in this episode, taking a behind the scenes look at how you can get clients if you're new to photography or more advanced. If you're a member of IAPBP, you can find the full training inside the members Facebook group. And to learn more about IAPBP, which is a mouthful, and I have to pause and think about it every time I say it, <laughs> and learn more about Liz, go to birthphotographers.com. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one and it helps this podcast reach more people. So thank you. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. What are you going to do with that passion? I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week. Thank you.